bluebell, play me a tune today. The breezes on the meadow have made you look so gay. The meadow larks are singing, joys in the air. Come set your bells are ringing, you've gladness to share. Hello there, sister dewdrop, linger a little while. Your colors in the sunlight would make a monarch smile. What need have I for treasures, diamonds or gold? The fairest of all pleasures are here to behold. Hello there, dearest kinsmen, pebbles and laughing brooks. You timid little beetles that hide in private nooks. God made us of his gladness. Come and sing to cure the world of sadness. So ring, bluebell, ring to cure the world of sadness. So ring, bluebell, ring to cure the world of sadness. So ring, bluebell, ring. I'd like to welcome everybody here this morning for Sunday service. I'm Naya Swami Maria, and this is Naya Swami Ananta. And we're very glad to share this service with you. I'm going to read from Rays of the One Light. And <clears throat> this is with weekly commentaries from the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita, written by Swami Kriyananda and based on the teachings of Paramhansa Yogananda. This week's reading is, Does God Hide the Truth? Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. <clears throat> the following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramhansa Yogananda. In last week's reading, we saw that the great masters themselves counsel discretion in the dissemination of truth. The counter-argument is sometimes made, but the Lord doesn't hide. He reveals his beauty in the sunsets, his tender sympathy in the rain, his wrath in the thunder, his restless energy in the brooks, his power in the sunlight. There are exoteric truths and there are also esoteric truths. There is that which is revealed impersonally and left up to us to interpret, such as the thunder and our perception of it as divine wrath, the rain and our perception of it as God's sympathy. But behind even God's most open expressions, there lies impenetrable mystery. The wind blows where it wills, said Jesus in chapter 3 of the Gospel of St. John. You hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. And Sri Krishna says in the ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, by me the whole vast universe of things is spread abroad. By me the unmanifest. 
In me are all existences contained, not I in them. God's hidden reality cannot be understood by the reasoning faculty. India's Shankya philosophy states frankly, Ishwar Ashida, God is not provable. A willingness to seek the underlying reality behind appearances is essential for those who would know God. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. I would like to read from Whispers from Eternity by Paramahansa Yogananda. Demand for the opening of spiritual temple doors everywhere. O Father, when I was blind, I found not a door which led to Thee. But now Thou hast opened my eyes. I find doors everywhere, through the hearts of flowers, through the voice of friendship, through sweet memories of all lovely experiences. Every gust of my prayer opens a new door in the vast temple of Thy presence. Our topic is, uh, Does God Hide the Truth? And I think you've found with all of the readings that Swami Kriyananda has given us, the answer is both and. So in one sense, uh, God does hide the truth because God instituted a universe with Maya, with the measurer involved, and the truth is not so completely clear all the time to all of us. And so in that sense, God hides the truth behind the Maya. And in another sense, God does not hide the truth because the truth is everywhere, all around us. And we see it in everything, as the reading points out, in all nature, in each other, in the saints and the great masters of all religions, in all true paths, in all positive qualities, we see the truth shining, and we recognize it. We recognize untruth. We recognize a dharma, which is that which goes against righteousness. And we see in our world every day war and terrible suffering and terrible atrocities, and they exactly coincide with a dharma. So in that sense, God shows us the truth and the untruth very clearly. But it's not a question of the truth, but how can we stay focused on it and recognize it? We see in the lives of the masters beings who live in this world and live in constant vision of the truth. We see not only in our line of masters, but in all masters, in the Buddha and in Christ and in Moses and in the great masters, a life lived in the duality, in the world that we live in, but constantly seeing the light shining through this duality and keeping a focus on that. And that, I think, 
is what we need to do in order to solve this problem of does God hide the truth. We need to keep our focus on that level, that part of the spectrum of consciousness that is beauty and love. And luckily is the only real part of the spectrum. Because as you know from the study of the Vedas and Sanskrit literature, the maya is illusory. The duality is illusory. You are a part of all that is. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness through it in your deathless self within. So our goal is to live in that light. How can we do that? How can we keep our focus on the eternal light, eternal joy, eternal peace that is behind this veil of duality? How can we avoid the trap of falling into the duality and focusing on the negative? Well, I'd like to tell you a story that happened to me. This is a true story. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I just graduated from high school. And I wasn't a particularly uh, religious being. Uh, I didn't meditate. I wasn't a vegetarian. I was not living a drug and alcohol-free life. Uh, but I had graduated from high school, and that was good. Because you have to graduate from high school in the state of California, and then you can go on with your life. And I had been accepted to a college. And so I was at one of those turning points. And I was exploring uh, teachings of Gandhi and some saints. I lived in San Francisco. And one night, my uh, friends and I decided to celebrate the fact that we had finished high school. And we went to a hill in uh, Gongay Park in a forest, uh, away from uh, noise and police. <laughs> and uh, we were celebrating. And I was there uh, late into the night, and most of my friends seemed to drift away. And I found myself sitting on a little hill in a forest, in the quiet, and I started asking myself these questions. Where am I going? What's important in life? What am I going to study in college? Where do I go from here? I had read some saints' uh, books and Gandhi's books, and I knew that I, I felt that I wanted to really dedicate my, myself to nonviolence and stopping the Vietnam War and civil rights and equal justice and all these things. But part of me was sort of discussing it with myself. And as I discussed it with myself, I was saying, is this, is this worthwhile? Am I being realistic? I mean, can you really go out in the country and live with a group of people that are like-minded and, and grow organic vegetables and live all in harmony with nature? And, and I, this self-examination somehow became a dialogue because this other voice sort of came with me there. And it had this consciousness that was very, very high. And it said, yes, you can do that. Go for it. Don't settle. Go for it. Strive. Shoot for the moon. I was incredibly inspired. For one thing, it had, this consciousness had clarity. And that was one thing I did not have at the age of 17. Uh, I had no clarity. But this voice, this, it wasn't a voice. It wasn't words. It was a consciousness. It was a feeling. It was thrilling. It was inspiring like nothing I had ever felt before. And I just felt my heart soaring and expanding. And there was a calm, well, tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace. And I felt this consciousness and I just was, I was breath, 
I just couldn't believe this. What is this? Who is this? I didn't really know. Conversation went on for quite some time. And after a few hours, I just, I had to go home. So I started walking home. But I carried with me this feeling, this incredible inspiration, this expansive feeling and inspiration. And I just thought, I've got to hold on to this. And you can shoot for the moon. Uh, Go on alone. This was a feeling I had, and I carried it with me, and I went home. Been about 16 months later, I had found the autobiography of a yogi. I became a disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda, and I found out that Paramahansa Yogananda had been at the lake at the base of that mountain, 1925. It's called Stowe Lake. It's in uh, Gongay Park. It's right above 19th Avenue. And I saw a little picture of Paramahansa Yogananda with his turban feeding one of the squirrels there, about 1925, 1930. This put the whole experience into perspective. And I realized that God didn't hide the truth. I mean, he was willing to share the truth with this crazy high school hippie kid, 17 years old. He's not meditating. He's not doing anything spiritual, really. What did he have going for him? One thing, sincerity. That's all I had. (laughs) That's all I've got now. (laughs) Intelligence? No, I don't have any of this. But I have sincerity. I had sincerity. And that sincerity is enough. Christ said it. Knock, it shall be open. Seek, you shall find. That's all we need. Does God hide the truth? Not really. God really offers the truth to anyone who sincerely asks, who sincerely seeks, who sincerely questions. That's all you need is that sincerity and the truth. There's a saying in the Upanishads, one need only set foot upon this path and you will see it all around you. And they don't mean a specific path. They meant the path of self-realization. So we take one step on the path. We ask, is there meaning to life? Why am I here? For what end was I created? Ever and again, through your awakened children, the answer comes over and over. God sends the Buddha and Christ and Krishna, and he gives us scriptures and the Tao Te Ching and Lao Tzu, Nandamoy Ma and Kuan Yin and on and on and on. And God keeps sending us the truth. So is he hiding the truth? I don't think so. I don't know. We've never tried to hide the truth at Ananda. We've tried to broadcast the truth. We have a website, ananda.org. You don't even have to be a subscriber. You can get all the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda that we put on there. We give away the books. <laughs> we printed too many of the path in the early days. And so we said, let's give them away. So for a really long time in all the colonies, we had books. And if you're interested, here's a book. We weren't hiding it. Here, here's a book, no charge. It's a paperback book. It's called The Path by Swami Kriyananda. Now it's called The New Path by Swami Kriyananda. Are we hiding anything? No, we're offering it. The masters have offered it everywhere. You have hidden these things from the prudent and the wise and revealed them unto babes. All you need is that sincerity. All you need to do is ask, and God will help you in that way. And you begin to see that there's two things that we can do to not have the truth hidden from us. So I can flip it around. But the truth is there, available, and it's shining through everything. It's shining through human kindness. It's shining through people. 
It's shining through the parents who love their children and the children who love their parents. It loves the pe- it shines through married couples, boyfriends and girlfriends, people that love their dogs. <laughs> it's all love. It's all kindness. It's available. It's everywhere. It's shining through us. It's in this sunshine. It's making the plants grow. It's in these trees. It's in these flowers. It's in this breeze. It's in each other. It's in the beautiful clothes that you're all wearing. It's in the beauty that we try to manifest in our homes and in our buildings and in our cities. It's in the courage of the soldiers. And it's in the courage of the firemen and the policemen. It's in the Dharma of those who serve in any capacity. It's in the compassion of the nurses and the doctors and the hospital attendants and the people who clean the hospitals so that disease doesn't spread. It's everywhere. It's the spirit of God and it's the truth. But we have to look for it. There's two ways that we can do that. The first, of course, is formal meditation. That always comes around, doesn't it? <laughs> Especially in this, in this path. But it is. It's the most effective way of seeing the truth. Is in your meditation, you sit and you dump the body. Just park it. Just forget it. You have a body. and Because you're not a body. You're a spirit. You're infinitely calm and infinitely beautiful. So when you go to meditate, dump your body, put it in a comfortable position, make sure the spine's erect, and then turn it off. Forget about it. Dump your emotions. Stop thinking about what she said to you or how rude that was. (laughs) Dump it for a little bit of time. Stop your thoughts. That's not so easy, but you can do it. Use a technique. Use a mantra. Meditate on Hong Sa or some mantra that your guru or your teacher has given you and focus on the truth at the point between the eyebrows. It's a white light there. Sometimes you see it as a blue light or a gold ring or a purple light or some variation. Master said, just concentrate on whatever light you see, but go into that truth as deeply as you possibly can. With the body relaxed, with the emotions shut off, with complete detachment, make that call, a sincere call to the divine. Reveal thyself. O thou blue sky under blue cover, hast thou hidden my, do- my beloved Lord? Go into that light and feel that truth. That truth is motionless. That truth is what I felt that evening on the top of that mountain. I felt an unbelievable joy, an expanded consciousness that was so foreign to me, I didn't know what to make of it. But become familiar with that in meditation and absorb yourself in that light so deeply that it's the only reality. Let everything else disappear and just focus on that light with complete relaxation, complete calmness. You can meditate on OM. Om is the vibration of this universe. It's the Divine Mother. Akar, Ukar, Makar. A-U-M. Creation, preservation, dissolution. Om. Om is the basis of all sound. Om is always broadcasting, 24 hours a day. Does God hide the truth? No, God broadcasts the truth. Listen to Om. Become absorbed in Om and realize you are Om. You're not that person. You're not that little drama. 
You're not that life, whether going good or going badly. You're not the body. You're none of that. You're Om. You're a constant. You are a part of all it is. Meditate very deeply. And when your meditation's done, you have to come back into this world. But try to keep your consciousness in that spectrum of human experience. Try to feel Om behind sound. Try to see light behind the duality that you see, the different colors. The, all the colors put together make white light. All the sounds put together make Om. Try to be a part of all that is and try to see it and feel it. And this is the state of the masters. Paramahansa Yogananda went through the world just like we do. He lived through World War I, World War II. He came to America, a foreign country, that he didn't speak the language that well at first. And he lived here. And he taught us. And he became a dual citizen, India and America. And that was his reality. But what did he see? Oh, this is America? No. These are beings of light. They're just like my brothers and sisters in India. Now they're my brothers and sisters in America. And they're my brothers and sisters in Africa and Europe and Asia and everywhere. And in his state of mind, far beyond this planet, because his consciousness had no limit. Tranquil, unbroken thrill, eternally living, ever new peace. That was where the masters lived. Christ and the Buddha and Krishna and Babaji and all of them. They live there. Why don't you live there? Just because God's hiding the truth? God's not hiding the truth. You're not looking for the truth hard enough. Look for the truth more. You're going to find it. You're going to find it everywhere. And if you come out of your meditation with that consciousness, superimpose it on the drama of your life. It's a movie. It's starring you as the hero or heroine. But behind it, it's God playing your part and their part. Look around you for the beauty and the courage and the love of divine consciousness because it is everywhere. You see it everywhere if you look for it. If you don't look for it, God's hiding the truth. Don't let God hide the truth. Live in that light. You see, we have a school here at Ananda Village. It's called the Living Wisdom School. We have about 22 students from the village. But we have 48 students from our neighborhood and around the world that come here. And the parents of those children pay tuition and send their school and drive their kids to school, to Living Wisdom School. Why? Because they have the discrimination to see that that education is going to be beneficial to their child. Two, they have love for their children. Three, they're willing to sacrifice for their children. It's an act of love. Everything is an act of love. Why do people go to work to support their families, to feed their children, so they can go to school, so they can become conscious? Why do soldiers, firemen, nurses, doctors, businessmen, why do we do what we do? We do it because it's our dharma, because we are a part of all that is. We express it. Look at the world that way. It changes everything. It's the way that Master saw the world. Master, one time, he was leaving a meditation. He walked out and he, he was looking at the disciples. He said, you have no idea how beautiful you are. Silver light and golden light. That's all you are. Look at the world that way. Be a master. 
now. Live like a master, think like a master, feel like a master, chant like a master, meditate like a master, be a master now. And the truth will be shining all around you. You will see it everywhere and in everyone. And even where there is evil, you will see the response to evil as light. You will see goodness. It's not that Master didn't recognize what was happening in the world around him. He knew, but he also knew it was illusory. It was passing. It will be gone. But the light will not be gone. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. God bless you all. strangeness of this world made her sigh. Her friends asked their fathers for money and clothes, but all she could ask was Explained it all wisely away, but still her heart wondered why. She saw the silent stars thrill the night with their gladness. They seemed some wondrous truth to imply. Her elders all slept, but the magic of light would wake her to ponder. All these made her ask God The bond not even tied.
and made her his own. In love she at last learned. Wow.